Okay, beautiful souls, as promised, my first guest of the hour, my special guest here, wonderful lady Martine Belinda. She is amazing. I'm so happy to have her on the show. Let's see if she is there. Martine, are you there? I am. Hi, Marnie. Hello. Oh, hi. I'm so honoured, so happy to have you on the show. Um, and I've got lots of questions. But before we go there, please, Martine, just share a little bit about your background. Of course. Yes, I will. Thank you. So, yes, my name is Martine Belinda. And basically, I am an intuitive ascension. I would say master, but what I do is I mentor people. Um, because the mastering part of it is what I've done with myself um, to a level as far as I can get at this moment as, as we know we can evolve um, but what I decided to do was to look at how I can mentor people in order to get them to that ascension within themselves so when I talk about ascension it's about our inner our own inner core and um, where we have to look at our space within ourselves and how do we become masters of ourselves and how do we ascend to that place and so over the years well I'd say the past over 30 years giving my age away um, I've kind of been studying lots of different modalities really um, spiritual modalities Gnosticism I've been looking at the Babylonian times I've been looking at the different kind of uh, terrorism philosophy and then you know I've just kind of escalated from there going into quantum physics sacred geometry and then going into um energy medicine so looking at the healing properties of how our body can self-heal and then I ended up coming across when I was at university um, a particular system which deals with the blueprint of our energy and um, I used to call it the human blueprint but now I've kind of evolved with it it's more like a harmony blueprint so it's bringing you back into harmony with the energy that you came here to experience and it's a little bit like our Akashic records we have an experience that we need we have to come here to experience but not many people realize what that experience is and therefore they end up taking on other people's experiences because they've not got their core and their inner alignment to enable them not to do that so i do readings on their energy um based on sacred geometry and give them kind of who they are, give them their tools and kind of reset them so they can go up and release their potential and start to live a much better life or at least develop it uh, really as well. And uh, then from there, I have now created back in November, 11.11 at 11 a.m., <laughs> I created um, an online retreat which were, because of the circumstances where we are right now, it was supposed to be a retreat where people could come to different locations around the world but that obviously can't happen right now. So nothing phases me, created it online and it's become a phenomenal place where people are in there now, just working on themselves. And I provide the information for them to look at that and the sounds, vibrations and frequencies, meditation, lounges and that sort of stuff in there. So there we go, <laughs> in a nutshell. <laughs> wow. You know, so much there that you do. And, um, you know, I know you mentioned readings, but I know you're also very specific to say it's not like readings like mediumship or what have you. This is about exactly. reading your own blueprint, your own energy blueprint. And I know you talked a lot when I um, was re um, 
researching you, you talk a lot about the child from one to seven. Can you talk to us about how our energy gets ruptured or, or you know, kind of goes out of sync um, from the ages of one to seven? And, you know, because I feel that that's what you're doing. You're kind of working with people to kind of get their, um, you know, their energy back to where it should be so that they're able to kind of go out into the world and find their purpose and do what they came here to do and not be sort of, um, you know, holding themselves back. Exactly, yes. So, yeah, well, you know, scientists have been working on the um, different brainwave states that we have. And basically from the ages of, it's naught to seven actually, so from birth. And really, you could go a little bit deeper from being in the womb because a, a baby in the womb can actually hear sound, can hear mum's voice and can hear, hear external voices. Um, but that basically, when we come out of the womb, from the age of naught to seven, we're in what we call a theta brainwave state. And that theta brainwave state is what we can say is a recording mode only. So all children, naught to seven years old, really are recording everything everything that they see and they can actually do that and um, has been you know I don't know who, who made the uh, calculation but it's apparently 40 million 40 million bits of information per second that a child can actually be downloading and observing but what I discovered was because we have our own natural um, vibration, which we've come here to experience, if we are not aware of that, if you can imagine all the information that is coming through at 40 million, bit, 40 million bits of information per second between 0 to 7 and it's being recorded, that then goes into our subconscious mind. And the subconscious mind is what is 95% of who we are and how we start to um, see things, perceive things and project things throughout life. So if you're not in your own vibration or a parent isn't aware of what that child's experiences are that they've come here to experience, as a child and as energy works, you will automatically tune into what the information that child is being exposed to on a, on a repeat. So, you know, parents would not purposefully, but they have their own lives, their own thing. They bring in their own kind of uh, repeated information from their parents. So quite a few of us, when we're developing at that age, take on a lot of energy that doesn't belong to us. And as we then we, we mature, we then start to find why can't we get to where we get want to be? Because the subconscious mind is full of information that really doesn't belong to you and you've got to try and sift that out before you can actually get to your purpose and start to fulfill the life that you've come here to do wow you know that is so um you know that's so interesting and i totally agree with that and um what about health as well would you say that being in the wrong energy or being in the wrong because it's like it's like going in, it's like traveling somewhere and ending up in the wrong building, the wrong place. And it's like people are spending most, a big chunk of their time trying to find their way out, you know, through the, the belief systems and, and what have you. And, um, you know, which is really, really interesting. But at the same time, it's like we, we sort of spend so much time trying to undo all the stuff that's been poured in. You know, can, do you, can people, do you feel that it's, do you feel that people can get to their purpose, especially, and I'm talking about, say, people who are really seriously 
um, in trouble with their um, imprints and what have you? Yeah, I think everybody has the possibility. Um, But what happens is we are also, and which I think gets missed very, very um, heavily when we're going through this transition of the jigsaw puzzle to the pieces that we need to put together to create this outcome and our kind of potential. And when we get the severe kind of mental health issues, for instance, there's lots of external environmental um, things that come in, into play there and we're all subjected to that. And what happens is some people kind of don't have a severity of it so therefore can have more of a clarity because their choices are different. And so it, is, it does boil down to choice. But if you're somebody who has, say, like mental health issues or depressions, anxieties, stresses and all the things that are... Not, well, as with everybody, and I think we've been brought up in a society where we that has been masked and you, we've not been given the information to be able to um, do take that journey on. So it's always put a plaster on it. So as far as our health is concerned, it's a quick fix. And we've been down sort of like the pharmaceutical road where you can have this, you will feel better instantly or in a few days. However, then that is a suppressant and that actually doesn't actually get to the source of why you're not well in the first place. And we are subjected to external um, toxins and things that are actually, you know, environmental toxins and heavy metals that have a huge effect on what we, uh, how we can conduct ourselves. And that really is down to the inge- uh, ingesting the, these chemicals into our body because the land has been chemically kind of treated. We're ingesting that. And then if it's going into the gut, the gut is classed as our second brain. And that is where we start to, you know, create all the neurotransmitters, which then come up into the synapses into the brain, which then starts to fire and give us that neurotransmission so that we can actually be more coherent. So if we haven't been able to eat the right food in the first place, we are going to struggle. So what I would say to people is to look at what you're putting in your mouth first port of call as one of the pieces of the jigsaw puzzle for your health. But it can be done. And I've actually been doing it with people in the retreat, to be fair. Awesome. And yeah, I I, I definitely feel it's about getting that information to create the transformation that people you know want to receive and I suspect it's just a different you know everyone's got a different journey so some people will kind of you know get what they need and and go you know find their purpose almost straight away and other people might need more time it might take them more time is what I'm hearing you say Mm -hmm. yeah and that's purely because of the incoherence that's going on within their within their mind Okay, and also with the suppressive, the suppressions of some of the traumas that they may have gone through in their life, because we're all individual, and when we're kind of trying to go through these um, particular um, sort of roads to get to where we want to go to, we again are followers instead of being an individual person and realizing that yes, you can have a set of tools just like any workman, but we need to look at it, what are our own tools? And we need to master those tools for ourselves, which is where the blueprint comes in. Because you can get a painter and decorator, you can get a beautician, you've got the same the same tools, but each one will do either your room or your face or your body in a completely different way, even though they're using the exact same tools. 
And that that brings me to um, another thing that um, I hear you say, which is um, people are trying to help other people who may be bringing them down. And you talked about, you know, feeding yourself the oxygen first before you can help anybody else. And, and do you feel that people tend to, you know, because emotional vampires or whatever words we want to use to say, you know, people around, you know, who might be kind of holding you in that space and preventing you from going forward and maybe someone feeling, oh, I need to take care of them or I need to stay with this person because, you know, they, they're not going to cope without me. And I know you talked about, you know, getting yourself well and fit first before you can help somebody else. Exactly, yeah. And I think most people don't really realize the power of energy and frequencies and vibrations that we're all holding because we are all um, a collective. We, we, are all, we are all one. When they say we are one, we're all one, but having individual experiences. So let's say when somebody is trying to help somebody and they therefore are not in a position themselves where they're fully um, in a space where they can not always be fully um, healthy or fully kind of well in, 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 in the well-being, but able to cope with anything that comes through because we're always going to have situations where we are may not be you know well for some at some point but you know how to deal with it because that's life it's like a season we have different seasons but what happens is some people they will think they feel really really well but they haven't gone through the whole vibration or the whole frequency of their illness or depression or ailments let's say and addiction even and so what they do is they think well i feel better I'm going to go off and take, get a, a do, you know, a, do a course for three years, five years, whatever it is. But I'm still an addict, and yet they're going to now go and help people, let's say, who are addicts. What not realizing that if you are still an addict, then you're trying to help somebody who now is in your vibration, and they can only ever go as far as wherever you can go because you've not actually completed your vibration or your frequency and then that can hold somebody back and they become energy vampires so they're drawing off people's energy because they can't complete on their own and that has a huge effect on people's well-being and initially you can think oh this is great they're doing some really good work with me and they talk but they talk the talk of course they do because they say i've been through these experiences so i can relate to you but people don't realize that that person needs you. They need your energy. It's a bit like a battery, you know, the, the battery charge that they need recharging through your energy, through your weakness. They can take some strength from that for their weakness. So, so Martine, I mean, how can people um, deal with that? Say it's a partner, say it's a, a family member. How do people, you know, remove themselves from that, even if it's, albeit, you know, sort of, temporary how do people create boundaries because i know you talked about that as well how do people create so people that you can't really avoid how do you create boundaries to protect your energy so first port, port of call is we have to do the inner work on ourselves you know we have to do the inner work on ourselves and what you find and which is why some people really don't go through this completion is as you start to do this inner work on yourself you then start to change your vibration because you're changing frequencies. And as you change your vibration and change your frequencies, so do the people. 
And that may mean that if that person cannot change their vibrational frequency to match where you are, they do disappear out of your life. And so therefore, this is kind of scary for some people because they have this attachment to them. They don't want them to disappear. And so subconsciously, they never get to that. So creating a boundary really is you have to detach from that and not think about that and just think, where are you and how do you want your life to be? And allow that to be done through your own self and then see who is the vibrational match to enhance your life and so you can actually work through that and so often more often than not the person that you do want in your life well not more often than not i wouldn't say that i would say sometimes the people that you do want in your life will change because you've changed because they have no choice but sometimes they don't and you then become you know they don't you don't become a vibrational match and that's when things happen you can either if it's a relationship for instance you can either get divorced or you break up because they cannot be in your frequency anymore because you've changed. And that's part of a reality that we have to accept when we're going through this transformation. So what I'm hearing you say, sometimes people are scared that the, the, the person, not the not necessarily the, the energy drainer, but the other person might be scared that, because they may be quite codependent on taking care of this person and, and feel, oh my God, you know, so is that is that something that can happen is that what you're saying something sometimes people themselves don't want to go all out and do the whole work because they you know they probably are realizing that the other person and them are no longer matching yeah they get so far and they will feel it you see because energy is a feeling it's an emotion and therefore they will feel that as they change that person's responses will also start to change so their dialogue within their vibration puts a stop and it stops making the call because it now is not feeling comfortable because they've not done the full work on themselves or not ready to go and do that full work on themselves and that's when they go back so that you see people go back to a relationship because you know they get so far and they're not aware and it's the awareness of their own kind of power so they because most of the time their power has been taken away from them hence the reason why they're attracting somebody who needs either their power or they need their power or the codependency whichever which whichever way around that is so basically this working on yourself we have to really look at just detaching and work on yourself and allow who's meant to be in your life to be in your life based on how you feel you want to enhance your life but they yeah people become of a fear Fear is another vibration, another frequency, the frequencies in the vibration stop people from moving forward. And this is that sensation that they feel of the unknown. And it's the unknown that kind of can stop people moving further through that vibration and frequency. Yeah, absolutely. Because I, I think sometimes people, um, even, if they're, even if it's something they don't like, the familiarity of it is what can keep people st- stuck in situations. Because yes. they, you know, the, 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 the subconscious mind, the brain likes that familiarity. Um, mm-hmm. So, but what I'd like to do is just go back. Um, when you were growing up, did you know that you had these skills? How did you, you know, how did you, when did you realize that you had this ability? 
Um, actually, I, I really, really only realised that I had the ability when I was in my 30s. But as a child, I was, I always knew that I didn't fit in. You know, I never fit in and I used to think it's because I was adopted um, and I thought, well, that's probably why, but it really wasn't anything to do with that, to be honest. I just had different ways of seeing things and I was very intuitive as a child to the point where my mother was quite scared in a way of where I was getting a certain information from that was never spoken about in the home. And because I could just see these things and when I look at my blueprint, I do have that ability to see what other people cannot see and I just grew up not knowing what that was and always kept myself as an observer rather than a participator in the majority of things that's not to say that I didn't get myself into some scrapes <laughs> because I did and you know I have a bit of a rebellious soul there and of course I did you know but I kind of not, never went to any extremes I didn't yeah. go to extremes with addictions and things like that that just wasn't me however I was kind of you know watched I had a lot of friends who was an alcoholic and I remember thinking gosh I couldn't I don't know how you can even um you know cope with that kind of lack of control lack of self-control but even as a child I had my issues and my problems with where I was racist was concerned so I was always kind of in a position where you know people were, would gang up on me so I was kind of wow what do I do from here because now there's me on my own and there's a gang of kids at school but I always had something but inside me that said, no, you will not, you will not t tell me that I shouldn't be proud of who I am, you know? And so I, I, it was already something that was in me, let's say. So I think maybe some people are born with more of an awareness of, of that. And some people maybe are not born with the awareness, however, will still always have it. And they have to discover the awareness. Whereas my awareness was kind of there from a, a child, I think. I, you know, I've said on some of my um, talks about cheese, I would never eat cheese because I just didn't like it. And my mother used to hide it in my potatoes to make me eat it. But I would never eat it. And she'd have me sitting at the table till midnight, but I still would not eat it. <laughs> you know? So there was a will. It's that will that I've had in me from a child. And then as I got older, developed it into what I do now, really. Wow. So, and then that brings us back to, you know, where we are now. And, um, you know, what, um, it's, it's, it's a fantastic name, Liberty Blueprint. What made you call what you do? Liberty Blueprint. Yeah, well, when I was going through the research, because it was it was called Human Blueprint, but this and I've been working with etymology, which is looking at the words that we um, we use, and the majority of the words that we're using are kind of trickery, and and their words are the vibration, and so some of the research, and I'm still not 100% clear on it, so I'll just but if in doubt, take it out. And human is is can be on some of the um, kind of. Um, dictionaries uh, like the black laws dictionary apparently has got in there that human is um, a word of called could be called a monster so i thought oh heck i can't really have a monster blueprint <laughs> so but then but then i've heard since that human is hue and hue is to do with the colors and the colors resonate a frequency that gives our kind of reality so i'm not sure yet on that one so i just thought let me just let me just change it to liberty blueprint because what I am actually all about is liberation, liberating our 
ourselves so that we can become our own sovereignty and become interdependent and start to live a life out of a system that has been controlling us. And so that's what it is. So I've got Liberty Blueprint, it rings better with me and it's not quite freedom yet because to become free, you need to become liberated first. So that's why I chose Liberty Blueprint. You know, and like, like I was saying, I was doing research on you and I've seen, you know, the, the kind of work you do and how people really resonate. And sort of like 10, 20, 30 years ago, it would, uh, you know, people weren't really open to this. Are you finding that people are becoming more and more open to this type of work? Yes, and it's music to my ears because like I said, I was kind of classed very odd because I would... Um, look at things and research things and and really even when I was at university I was classed as a a troublemaker because I wanted to know everything about what they were telling me and it was you don't need to know that and as I started to become aware of this kind of um, planet that we're living on and doing some really deep research, you couldn't really speak about it because, you know, people who had spoke about it were either assassinated (laughs) or, you know, they they were actually sectioned. And this is the truth, you know. And so you became, you become a bit of a loner, but know that you're not really, you know, gonna ever be able to, um, communicate properly with people because you're what you know and so I just kept it to myself a lot of it you know and now it's great because we've come to a a cyclical event on the Mayan calendar which has given us now 2020 vision from you know which will come on the 21st of December which is the winter solstice allowed certain people to have this activation to have more 2020 vision we've got the internet we've got more and more people who are now um, can be exposed to this and start to do their own research and so it's great to be able to now speak with all the stuff that I was speaking about years and years ago. But I had to go backwards, to be fair, because now I'm I'm on work that will be coming out in another three, three to five years or another 20 years. <laughs> I'm already on that. So, but I'm coming backwards to be able to speak to people on the stuff that I've already learned from the past, you know, last 20 odd years, 30 years sort of stuff. So, yeah. The, I'm just looking at um, the energy medicine and, and kind of want you just can you go into that a little bit just in case people are not familiar with what that is and how it how you use it in your work yeah sure so um, energy medicine is is the future of medicine now because we have it's again when we're looking at the research and now we've got the internet we are now we all know now that we are energy whereas before we would all just go to a doctor and we wouldn't really be treated with our energetic being we'd be treated with a symptom which is coming from something artificial so it's not coming from the source so because we all know now and we are aware that we are energy energy medicine actually you know works with us as energy beings which is on a subcellular level so when i started looking into this energy medicine i found nest health which to me was the best one and still is to this day in my opinion for for my work and because what it does it's able to scan the human body field and because we know we have an aura most people know about the aura but most people maybe some now but at the time were not aware of another field which extends beyond the aura which is called the energy field which is a field of information 
And that field of information is where our thoughts are and our emotions are, which if we don't clear that, as I said from before, when we talked about the subconscious mind, it can lay there waiting for a vibrational match and start to enter the body as a an illness. It could be anything from fibromyalgia, someone who's having as mad as migraines. You've got autism going on in that. You've got, you know, your cancers and all these sorts of things. So energy medicine can scan the human body field very invasively. It's like a device that you just put on the palm of your hand. It takes about three seconds to pull the energy through, brings it through onto a software system, and then shows the blockages of where your energy has been blocked. And it could be parts of the organs, any organ, any organ in the body or the mind chakras as well and therefore what happens is then it gives like um information on what could have happened to you you know in the you know a few years earlier or in the past at some point so which is causing this emotional blockage and then what happens is there are these drops which are called infraceuticals which is a water that's gone through a centrifugal which because water is um something that can change form dr emoti he's a japanese scientist who discovered that water can change its form from sound and vibration and because we are 70 water although now we're known to be more than 70 water the way we treating people's now um illnesses is through the transmutation of the water by giving it communication so on your cells when you're not well your cells become distorted and they your your organs they're like your let's say your liver for whatever if someone's an alcoholic that's going to now start to resonate at a low vibrational frequency so if it comes up on the scan then there'll be a reason why you've become an alcoholic so you can then look at that and then we can trace that back and provide you with the correct information to start to now correct the distortions that are going on in the cells so your body goes into its natural self-healing so you're not and then going to end up having any adverse effects or any kind of you know contraindications really because of it not being a natural substance your body is bringing in water which has been changed to have its frequency to bring the body to its natural frequency or the organ to its natural frequency so it can start to function better it's a slower process it is a slow process because you're working through natural holistic um, methods but it but it's um a, a process that is more permanent because it's going to clear you through um, naturally yeah and i just you know just look this as you're saying about you know walter and dr emoti and his findings and um just so you know the association between emotions and water and like you said you know it will take time because if we are like 70 80 90 percent water then you know that's a whole lot of us you know and and to get that you know that part that that part of our body or one of one of our, our energy body back in balance and mm-hmm. um you know what i would ask you would you say um any because what I, what, when I was listening, I heard you know people asking lots of different questions. Some of it was around health, some of it was around you know relationships and finances and everything. Would you say even something like something really practical like someone's finances? Would you say that that could be also, you know, would you say that the energy is also contributing to that problem? Would you say pretty much anything that is really disturbing someone and really stopping them? could be a factor and they could need this type of um, um, work? 
As in, if, if they're not having, um, if they're having financial difficulties, do you mean? Um, yeah, so someone could have health challenges that keep on, you know, coming up that they're not able to work on. And then maybe some people, you know, it's a financial, maybe it's not even that they're not having money, but they're just not able to kind of, you know, make it work for them. You know, it tends to come in and go out or, you know, you just hear all these different challenges. And I'm just looking, listening to what people are saying. And I just kind of um, wanting just so that, you know, the public can hear um, you know that lots of different things could be contributing to you know or, or coming from these issues with their energy yeah yeah definitely I mean you know I'll have to come into a space of <laughs> because finances really it, the, the money if we're looking at money really it, it's not it's, it's man-made it's not really what we should be concerned with really <laughs> but that's my future so let's go let's go where we are right now because not many people will be ready to detach from that so if someone's, <laughs> if someone's having um some kind of difficulties where the finances are concerned that's the thought processes you know and not only just the thought processes that's to do with sort of again programming because for myself you know when i was younger uh, we we used to have my mother used to have these um, men that knock on the door this really kind of hard knock on the door and she said we're even a meal or something and she said get down get down we used to hide under the table not allowed to do to even speak because she, in the, those days you used to come round with a payment book for finances if you took a loan out you had to pay every week it was she didn't always have the money every week so she was always in what we call this debt so we would so i was always brought up as a child is to run away and to hide from money or don't have it so every time i had money in my subconscious mind i always gave it away i never had money then and then i realized when i did want the money well i haven't got any money because i've given it to so and so i've done this and i've never really had it so i was in a cycle of never really being able to get to a level to be able to do anything with money and then when I started to work on myself to break that cycle I had to identify where it had come from and I thought oh yeah I do remember that fear of fear of money because it was that horrible knock on the door and it was such a child you don't really know what it is but it was a, it was a knock that was an aggressive knock open this door because we've got that money but I didn't really realize that at the time and there was always this thing so yeah it can have an effect on you not having any money and Sometimes, Imani, some pe- money, some people don't realise that. They don't realise that that is in their subconscious mind and stopping them from actually not having money for whatever reason. And so, yeah, it definitely can have be a, a factor to that as knowing what, why. And that's part of my work that I do on a nine-week programme where I actually go in subconscious mind and I start to look at why you are having these kind of issues and these magnetic uh, relationships with money with it whether it will be with money or a person or an object why are you having this and I go in I can track that frequency to the reason why why they're doing that and then we go through a process of nine weeks of different kind of things every week to then start to rewrite that story in the mind so we can delete the old programming and start with a new programming so therefore the vibrational frequency changes to allow them to receive what they weren't receiving before. 
Wow, that sounds powerful. So is that so? That's a nine-week course. That and and presumably that will be um, a distant course because of where we are at the moment. It's always done on Zoom anyway. Yeah, oh. I mean, I've, prior to that, I have. If people were local to me, I could do it at the homes. But yes. I do a lot of work with America, so you know, obviously, I couldn't travel to America in, in, in a day. <laughs> Um, every single week um you know but uh, yeah but it's, it's done over zoom you know it's done over zoom um because that's the power of the internet it doesn't matter i can travel and look, be anywhere in the world with the work that i do because i'm working in the field anyway so i don't actually need i don't need you physically in my space because you're in my space in the field if that makes sense yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, just, I just what i'd like to you know we just talked about money i just want to kind of talk about love and relationship because um Recently, I think, you know, it was Valentine's Day and I had a couple of guests who we, we talked about love and relationship. Can you talk a little bit about, um, do you get, first of all, do you get a lot of people coming to you with that particular issue as a, as a problem? Yes. Um, but I do get people who have problems with the relationships. The good news is when I look at a blueprint, I can find out whether that person is supposed to be with you or not. And if they've come in because it's a lesson in your life to teach you about something. And therefore we can look at that. And also I can look at a synergy between that couple. So let's say, for instance, you, because within our own, our own vibration, there's parts of us that we would never reveal. And I've had people in relationships saying, well, yes, but my part tells me everything and we don't mind we want to do this reading together and I'm thinking but you won't <laughs> rest assured you will not because they they may not telling you they're not not telling you because they're hiding something from you it's just the vibration will not allow that part of them to ever come through it really you know because there's always a part of ourselves that is really really you know unique to ourselves but some people do give that power but when relation where relationships are concerned that's easy for me to look at those synergies and say well look this is a situation you take that information now you've got more of a kind of balanced overview of whether that relationship should work or it shouldn't however you know when people come to you and they really want to be in a relationship but the other person doesn't want to be in it or they want to be out of it and this person wants them to stay in it this is again it's an entanglement and it's the way that that energy starts to entangle around each individual so love uh, is a powerful vibration and if you in a situation where you don't actually love yourself and you could be bringing in somebody then who will not love you the way you deserve because you don't really love yourself. Yes. You know? So it, there's different dynamics to the work that I do where relationships are concerned because it's not one size fits all. You've got, I really have to look at you. Let me see you. Who are you? Who's the person you're trying to engage with? Now, well, that, that, that's going to show up in your blueprint as a detachment. There's always going to be something that energy is going to cause a detachment in your life. So you either have to accept that and then come together as and when or, you know, you have to leave that relationship and let it go and allow yourself then to be free to the relationship that should be coming to you. Absolutely. I love that. So, so true. And you know, what, what I want to quickly talk about as well, 2020, we all mm -hmm. kind of, you know, January 2020 was normal right up until I think the beginning of March. And mm -hmm. we have 
you know, we've got this different world, this different life that we're all living. How has that impacted your clients? Or, or what are you what are you getting from people now that was different before? Are you finding that people are more anxious, people are more, you know, worried and you know, what what are you finding and how are you able to deal with this new um, th- these new things that's coming through um, through w- w- with your clients in terms of challenges? Yeah, and there's a, there's a lot. I mean, there's a lot of people now. I, you know, that's why I started to do the the lives on on Facebook because you know to reach as many people with a lot of free information as I possibly can. Um, because people now are in 2020. Let's look at 2020 first of all. 2020 energetically, as it's on the sacred geometry that I work with, um, it, it comes to the number four, um, and four on uh, the the blueprints that I do the energy is a challenging and testing time so the universe is in a challenging and testing time on 2020 and it's a cycle it, it, it comes around and there's this cycle that has happened and what I've studied the Mayan calendar from my kind of research it looks like the universe has become or the planet has become in its, mid, its own midlife crisis and so basically it's saying there's things that are happening to this planet that cannot continue so we've now come to a point planetary where the universe is, is in this kind of space so energetically that's going to be passed down to to everybody else so now everyone's become in the challenge challenging and testing times as well because they've not there's no awareness there's like one minute we're going to work the next minute we're all being told to stay in and stand six feet away from each other with no real explanation or no real science behind that so there's frustrations because people are now at home with the children who were never at home with the children before and that's having an amount of pressure huge pressure on them because you know i always say be careful what you wish for because if we're going back again a little bit further prior to 2020 it was everybody was at work everybody had to go to work and there was this cry energetically of oh if i wish i could spend more time with my child but i've got to pay the bills i've got to do this and I've got this and and it was stressed being at work because then you come home you've got to try and fit in your children and you're tired and you're exhausted then we come to 2020 and say we're going to smash this jigsaw puzzle right up now you can go home and stay with your children (laughs) I didn't mean it (laughs) but it's too late you've got everyone because we're in a collective field and it's going by that higher frequency which will align the alignment will come to what's happening happening on a, on a on a global scale so now everyone has majority of people are in chaos mode which is where we are right now because 2021 is all about the five vibration which is now stress and movement so what it's saying is last year we had 2020 more people are stressed more people well not even so much more but more people are now talking about the stress because a lot of people were stressed beforehand as we've just said with the children and having to go to work and trying to pay the bills so people were already stressed really really but they were working and the money that was coming in from their employment was allowing them to go away at least for a couple of weeks break and therefore they can recharge a little bit and get back onto that rabbit you know the the uh, hamsters wheel yeah whereas now it's like well there's no hamsters wheel uh, but there's no money either <laughs> so but you with your children you've got all this going on and the suicidal rate has gone sky high hasn't it you know we're just looking at the figures suicides and things because people can't cope and there's not enough 
real kind of help and assistance for people. The help and assistance is coming from the old paradigms, it's coming from the old systems of put a plaster on it and therefore people can't accept that information because it's even the plasters aren't doing any good now. So I do find there's a lot of people now who are desperate for information and I find it's the information that is healing a lot of people in the retreat because I'm giving them truths, I'm giving them information that will help them really in a stand and I use the word in a stand because we've got to get into ourselves to in a stand what's going on and stop taking that blame for something that you've got no control over and that is helping them and easing them through their addictions because I've had people in the retreat who have heavy addictions with lots of you know different levels of addiction there's people in there who've had stress and anxiety issues or have you know um health issues fibromyalgia there's people in there with just everyday issues you know not, not being able to work so there's all different levels of people in there male and female and so the 20 2020 is really energetically saying you have now got time which not many people have looked at it like this to go home and start to look at where you are within this matrix where are you and look at your puzzle and start to put yourself together because now you've got time to do that but if they haven't got the information to know that's what was really happening they're going under they're getting their the vibration is lowering rather than raising which is what we need to do to get that vibration to raise, which is where the ascension uh, mentoring comes in from what I do, um, and to raise the vibration so that we can get that more stability in their lives and we can cope better. Wow, powerful things though, um, Martine. And, and that brings me to ask you, what would you say to somebody, anyone listening, who is going through some challenges, who's, you know, maybe they've lost someone due to you know the, the the coronavirus or what have you or they've lost their their, their work or you know a partner or, or something something that's challenging them and they just feel trapped what would you say to um somebody who's kind of going through that right now hearing you speak and you know just needing that word or you know to to encourage them to keep to keep up and not give up because like you said you know suicides and people just feeling as though what is the point you know I've done all these things and now look what's happened Mm -hmm. well it's it's a really difficult question to answer if I'm being truthful because everybody is going to be having their own perception um, and perceive their own reality but in general it, they what really they need is to look for someone where who is authentic to be able to give you the information that will work with you as an individual so that you can actually understand what's happened to the people in your life whether it be that virus or whether it's not that virus whether it they've actually you know passed because it was their time to pass it was their experience and there's lots of different ways of looking at it but i would really and truly say just seek somebody that can help you get that understanding for you for you because they're going to perceive all that I've spoken about this evening and what you've kind of had the questions you've asked me still into their own reality. Uh, everyone's going to take 
from what I've said the same thing. They're all going to see something something different from that. So really, I, I strongly suggest, which is the reason why I set the retreat up and the way it's worked is because it's more global. You don't have to be, you can be anywhere in the world to come in the retreat. I've got America in there, I've got Australia in there, you know, so you can be anywhere in the world. And that's why it's to come together and just look at, just work through the information because this is what's going to help the mind to be able to comprehend what's happened to a loved one and how you can start to work through that grief, you know, because this is a, 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 for you, not for Joe Blogs, not for what they're saying, everybody go and read this book or everybody go and do this. I don't really work like that. I'm saying, who are you? Let's see who you are. Here's information. And because I do workshops as well, we kind of then start to do it more on um, individual kind of um, circumstances as well. So, yeah, it's really hard to say without being, without sort of moving out of my authenticity. It'd be easy for me to turn around and say, oh, yeah, just go and do this, just go and do that. I can't really say that from, from my space. I'm saying find somewhere that's authentic so that you can f feel that energy to say, ah, okay, this person is resonating with me. I want to go and delve into that a little bit more because that can help me move to a level and then somebody else can help me move to another level. It's first of all, just finding someone who, who's making sense to you first. That's the that first port of call and that will help with your grief. That's awesome. Thank you, Martine. So Martine, that brings me to ask you, you know, um, how can people get on the nine week calls? What do they need to do? And also, how can they get in touch with you? Where do you hang out on social media, your website details, everything that you can share for people to get in touch with you and learn more about your wonderful work? Okay, thanks. Yeah, so I've got a website which is which I did put Mr. T out <laughs> when it was when it was uh, Mr. T is Liberty, not Liberty. Yeah. So it's Liber Liberty, uh, as in the name Liberty, Liberty Blueprint.com. Um, so that's my website which has my services on there and my products which I which I work with uh, EMF protection from the global environmental uh, electromagnetic field um, radiation. Um, and so they can, they can look at my web on there. I have a Facebook, uh, again, which is Liberty Blueprint. And I have a Instagram, which is Liberty Blueprint. Um, the nine-week program is already in there as well. They do get a free human blueprint with that included, um, which would normally be £72 included in that course. But it is, you know, nine weeks and it takes, you know, quite a while and it's quite intense. Um, and so the retreat, again, that is done through uh, my GoFundMe site for your first payment. And you can choose whether you come into Portal 1 or Portal 2. And, you know, there's just some slight differences. There's some health and distance healing that goes on in Portal 2. And my famous Planet Pluto, which is some stuff that you've really got to, wow, delve into to get an understanding of what's going on in this world. Um, and so they can do that, again, via either private personal messaging me or they can do it from my Facebook page or my Instagram page where the link goes directly to that. But best to direct message me first so I can send you the information on the two portals that are available for you. So, Martine, we're down to the last few moments of this section, of this segment of the show, and um, just want to say thank you so much for coming on. Is there anything else you'd like to share? Um, do you feel that um, maybe I have an answer you'd like to share? And also, where do you see um, the future? 
for you know people like yourself doing amazing work you know helping people from the inside out you know what's what, what's the future hold for you in particular and where do you see this work going yeah oh, that's a good question thank you for that for me i really will be moving towards coming off social media uh what i didn't mention was the retreat is not on social media even though it is online it is well away from social media and from those kinds of distractions um through an app which eventually i'll develop my own app for that um but for me moving forward what i'm looking at is to start to have more and more people informed you know informed about what's the reality of the situations that we have and to start to work together to try and get some kind of um corrections and changing that for not just for ourselves but for our children and our ch- the future of our children and so what i'm doing is going around you know talking to farmers looking at the land and how it's chemically treated and how we can bring that to be more organic starting at looking at how we can build communities where we all start to work where we live off grid eventually and start to become a community where we start to work with our own energy exchanges and our own skills and start to really get away from this program in this type of world that we've been put into which isn't it's fictitious and start to live and and really get to who we are and these most powerful really powerful kind of energies that we have not even tapped into yet where we can become superhumans <laughs> and not have that control and we can live in a more harmonious state with each other and stop fighting each other and being in competition with each other which is all about the greed and an energy that is feeding a system so we can use that energy and use it to feed ourselves and our future and our children's future that's where I want to be with it is amazing that's so beautiful and you know that is how life was supposed to be what you're talking about is how it really should be this is yeah really going in the opposite direction as as we need to be which is why there's so many challenges but wow that's amazing and um you know just hearing you and speaking to you i know that you are definitely going to you know make that a reality and um that's amazing i love it um yeah but Martine, thank you so much and you know you're always welcome to come back on i love this type of um you know conversation information um and you know it's so it's so deep and i and i love that people are more open to it you know and uh, realizing that we are more than just this outer you know side of what we see this this physical thing uh, we're much much more than that and that's what you're working with and that's amazing absolutely and thank you so much for inviting me and allowing me to share this because i think it needs to be you know brought out more into the into the public because again just people talk to me on my on my life i didn't know this i didn't know that and so it's nice for you to you know hold this space to allow people like myself to come on and just speak from the heart give them options not saying this is the truth either this is my truth from my perception based on my research and therefore you can now go and have a look at that yourself and see where you are with that and how that fits in with you and your perception and how it helps you evolve you know and that's what it's all about is to not kind of tell people this is what it is because we don't really know no. we can say, does it work does it feel <laughs> great if it works it feels great go with it for now you know um and that's what it's all about and it, i don't really like to be put in a space of preaching to anybody you've got your own experience 
experiences and we're all here to help and guide you to somewhere that's going to enhance your life and you've, you've provided a wonderful space for you know for me to come on tonight to do that so I want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart for that as well and I really appreciate it. Oh, thank you so much, Martine. And, um, you know, just keep doing the amazing work. And, um, you know, people can find you all, all over the um, the internet, YouTube and what have you. But also mm-hmm. really important to kind of um, look into your nine week program because that sounds amazing and transformative, which is, you know, yeah. kind of what we need, especially now. Yeah. Exactly. Or even the retreats, because some people may not have the finances for the nine-week programme. But come in the retreat, first of all, you know, just come into the retreat, because that is where you can work at your own pace and start to really develop and start to evolve, you know, and um, find stuff that you'd never, ever, you won't find that outside, Mm, (laughs) you know, Uh, because most of it gets blocked. That's, you know, what I'm doing at the moment anyway. So, yeah, but... I would say that's your first port of call and then start to go into the next step to go into, you know, your nine week programs when you start to really want to work on yourself. But first of all, you need to get some information. Information is something that's becoming, it's forming, you know, and that's what it's about to form something around you that's going to change your life. Yeah. Mm -hmm.